Welcome to episode 11 of Displaced People, a podcast about finding your place in the creative industry and the worlds that surround it. My name is Ola. And my name is Maggie. We're back with episode 11 and this week we're um, basically talking a bit more about us, but focusing more about our friendship. Because mm-hmm. other than being um, podcast co-hosts, we're actually friends in real life. Yeah, so we thought it would be fun to kind of do like, yeah, just questions, prompts, quizzes, all that around friendship and our friendship and our experiences and memories together. So hopefully that also gives you all a bit more of an insight into us as well. Okay, so first question. How and when did we meet? Um... I met you through a mutual friend who is Chanel, but Chanel always does this thing where she tells me about people before meeting them. Okay. And it's just like, sometimes I always think like, okay, I might not like them. But (laughs) I remember she was like, oh, like, I have a friend called Ola, like, you might like her, blah, blah, blah. And I remember you guys went to college together. So Mm. if anything, I knew of you, but I just didn't know you. So I used to live with Chanel at uni and then it was in second year. So I think you came over to our uni house and then you stayed the night. And then I remember like, yeah, we're all hanging out together. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, she's all right still. (laughs) That was like, yeah, 2010. Yeah, similar. I feel like my memory is really bad. And obviously I remember that, but I can't like pinpoint if that was like the first time we met or there would have been anything beforehand like going out somewhere that we might have been in the same space but that's Mm -hmm. the kind of time for me as well that I feel like I remember proper meeting you was at you guys house for me that was definitely like the first time where I can actually pinpoint it that's like definitely my earliest like memory of us yeah being in the same space interacting and that was 10 years ago yeah basically and it's funny actually because I can't remember why, but we were speaking about this the other, not other day, it was literally like maybe a week or two ago, like how we ended up being friends and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing is that's how we met. And I don't think that question's on here, so I think we can talk about it in this question. We didn't end up being friends until we went to like an event together. Yeah, but I mean the first event, I can't even remember, but I remember the one thing, it's like obviously we had this obsession with a tribe called quest and <laughs> an obsession with ali shaheed muhammad <laughs> every time he had a gig in london like i saw it be at like jazz cafe or like plan b in brixton oh, we would literally travel london to go and see this man and then i felt like she was the only person who kind of shared this <laughs> this obsession and this passion that we had for this man he barely even remembered our names <laughs> so it's like, yeah it's like she was always the person who was kind of like down for it we like the same kind of music and we're just quite similar in our personality so i feel like okay and then yeah i think at that time we we're obviously trying to gauge because it was like such an early friendship so you don't even know who's like the person that's, who's just like so black with their time like if they're gonna be late <laughs> if they're gonna be early and then obviously that was me i was like slightly late and i remember it's like <laughs> slightly late, it's slightly late. <laughs> couple of minutes <laughs> <laughs> at that time it was like we were both using twitter so i remember like 
I was running late and then I think I messaged her. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I'm really running late. I'm on the bus. But I'll be there in like the next 15 minutes. And then just before I messaged her, I went on Twitter. And then I saw that she had tweeted like, LOL, when your friend's running late and you think um, they're going to be at the venue or you think they're going to be on time, just like you. <laughs> shade, no shade. <laughs> but part of me was just like, oh, cute. So we're actually friends now. That's- <laughs> Running late, that was that one concern, but I remember that. Okay, like, guess I'm my friend now. Like, literally, she's tweeted about it, so. That's secured my place. <laughs> secured the thing. <laughs> now, this question is not difficult, but. Fave memory together. Well, that, that pauses because there's so many memories. That there's just so many things that have happened in 10 years. So many funny things. I definitely couldn't think of one fave memory. Like, even like going to see Ali Shahid Muhammad, <laughs> that's like one of the fave memories. And that was funny. That was fun. Um, I feel like, I don't know. I'd have to think of like every year, every place and every trip. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? It is difficult. To think of like one that's just kind of like chopped top trumps like everything else there was one year when we visited berlin i think maybe it was 2014 and then we flew with this well you <laughs> you flew with like klm or air france because at the time you were still living in paris and then i flew from london but i flew with like your very wings <laughs> and then literally it was supposed to be for my birthday trip and then literally i don't be joking I we were, we had planned to go for like at least six or seven days, and then this budget airline that we went with they lost my luggage or they left it behind in London. So I literally arrived in Berlin. I didn't have any luggage. I didn't have anything. Like literally, just had like my cabin bag. <laughs> so I had to basically buy everything, and I was like, this is literally the worst birthday ever. Like I was just so stressed, and then I think it was on the. Maybe like the fourth or fifth day, our bags like finally arrived in Berlin, um, in the hotel we were staying at. <laughs> like when we saw the bags. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Do you remember? Like, when we saw the bags, like I literally started crying. <laughs> before that point she had never seen me <laughs> she had never seen one tear like fall from my eyes and literally I was like crying <laughs> and I felt like she was almost malfunctioning she was like she didn't know what to do she was like okay are you okay like, should I hug you like is everything alright your bags are here you should be happy why are you crying <laughs> I remember that the nose was just off I was just like <laughs> well, obviously once you had come now I was like why just in case <laughs> I don't know what to do now. Like, oh, Have you right? ever seen me cry before? Yeah, I think so. 
But I was just a bit like, when the tweet came, I was like, oh, don't worry. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know if it's something that doesn't happen often, so you're just like, uh. <laughs> it's going to be okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there. Cool. Um, Do you have a memory? Or can you think oh, of Oh, sorry, I was going to be born. Um, Faith memory. Oh, my gosh. You know, you just have so many memories. I'm not even... Like, but you know, we just kind of like... If I say this memory, is it really my favourite? Maybe when when I was living in Paris and then you came to visit me... Um, <laughs> this is not a funny story. <laughs> oh my God, this is one of the questions. <laughs> um, you came to visit me and it was around the time of the attacks in, in Paris. Oh... It's it's not a fave memory in terms of <laughs> obviously we we did uh, well we did, the funny thing is <laughs> what is funny about that time it's not funny at all but it was like nice obviously to have like a friend like family around at that time when you're living in the place by yourself so that's definitely um a, like a good memory to have but at the same time that like, we were kind of like I think we still went out. Like the next, not the next day, but like during that week, I was like, "Oh, you're still on holiday, so we can have a good time. Like we'll go out, or like we'll go." <laughs> we probably should have said that, <laughs> but it was just kind of like makes it just kind of like sums up like just not how we are, but like make, always making the best out of every situation. Every situation. <laughs> like no matter what, it's like I remember that. The metro was so empty. <laughs> Everyone else was like, yeah, I'm going to sit this one out. We're like, you know what? <laughs> You're on holiday. Let's go out. Let's go have a good time. <laughs> um, but I think that is just kind of one of those things. Like, even, like, because even when I lived as well, like, literally, like, what other attacks was literally, like, down the road from where I live. But we were also kind of like, you know. <laughs> let's, let's still go out. Let's go out. We were just young then. I don't know, but um, I think it's just like it's not necessarily that memory, but that whole that 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 feeling of you know mm. having someone that you like you that um around in a situation like that and still you know having good memories about something that wasn't good, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Describe each other in one word. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to use the word passionate. Yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> that word passionate probably sums up like a lot of different things about you um in terms of like hey like you are quite i think um you're quite emotional quite sensitive and that thinks that draws into passionate but also (laughs) (laughs) yeah but also in terms of you know projects how you feel about friends how you feel about things i think Mm. you're quite it passionate and quite um yeah i can use one word so i'm just gonna keep it there um (laughs) but i think passion that's the reason why i would say passionate i'll say driven okay but yeah i'll say driven because i feel like when you think of something to do whether it's an idea it's like you always manage to see it through even if there are like lots of different hurdles (laughs) i feel like you manage to kind of overcome that and I feel like that kind of applies to like most areas of your life, whether it's like friendships, relationships, career, like hobbies, passions, just things that you're interested in doing. 
I just feel like you, yeah, you definitely have that drive and determination to see things through. Um, yeah, and it's definitely like inspiring to watch, and I think it's definitely good to kind of have people that kind of share share that drive, mm-hmm. that drive for life. Oh, I feel like I need to say my one again now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's the other person's dream job? Mm, well, I think your dream job will be to work full time as a curator, curating uh, exhibitions but based around um, the diaspora. <laughs> but being able to do it full-time, but it might lead into other things, whether it's like consultancy. Um, I think just kind of like focusing on like, your, like making money for your passion projects, basically. So whether it's like um, being able to do a bit of writing, um, like music DJing, um, have like a radio show something where you can talk about your ideas as well I think that is kind of like your dream job I don't think it's necessarily maybe curating I guess because curating doesn't necessarily, necessarily have to just be uh, art exhibition yeah. but this kind it's of like things. creating the space and um, opportunities with different media to kind of talk about the art and like the things that you're passionate about mm. and getting paid for it yeah or if money was important then i guess it wouldn't really matter but yeah <laughs> but you know it's like that could be your like full-time focus and not having to think about even though there's other things you're good at but not having to do those things yeah yeah i'll probably think your dream job is basically to have your own textile <laughs> your own <laughs> textile brand but i feel like yeah i would imagine literally it's just to kind of work for yourself um and have that freedom and flexibility and then again if money wasn't an issue i feel like literally you would really like dive into that like wholeheartedly and then you can can kind of focus on like other areas of that art and really Mm. like develop it because i feel like that's the one thing is like you're probably the most passionate about like yeah when you do speak about it it's just like you're it's like you enjoy it the most because obviously it's like you know it's your project it's Mm -hmm. something that you've literally built from the ground up so i could imagine like you would just want to do that full time and just focus on it take it to different areas focus on like collaborations and yeah just build it expand it yeah what's what's your favorite thing to do together Traveling's fun. I think whenever we travel together, we have fun. Yeah. But then it's like, obviously, it's not like when you're traveling, you do loads of different things. I think we have similar... I think what helps is that we have similar... I don't know what the word is. Similar tastes and styles of how we want to do things or what we enjoy doing. Yeah. So it means that if we do travel together, it does mean that we're going to be spending a lot of time together. We know we want to go see similar things. We know that you know, if we're, like, how much we can do in a day and, mm. you know, how we're going to be, like, the next day, whether it's a thing where we can just, like, push through, be like, okay, we want to do all these things, so that means tomorrow, even if we got tonight, we have to wake up early tomorrow. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And it, that kind of thing. So I think traveling is fun, and then it also encompasses a lot of the other things we like doing. It's just going out, 
art gallery stuff and with mm. art gallery stuff as well as we've spoken about we have similar styles <laughs> in art gallery so <laughs> it means that we know that one of us isn't going to be lagging behind reading yeah. everything whilst the other one's ready to go so <laughs> and like in terms of the kind of art you want to look at as well and budgets as well like mm. how much you're willing to spend when you're out and about places you're willing to stay at it's like it's similar so it's it's easy it's effortless in a way yeah. with some people you know that it's kind of like you know a lot you're of planning goes a lot of planning it. or you're not going to be able to do half the things you want to do because they just want to chill or mm. their our budgets are different where like they don't want to do anything or they want to do too much yeah yeah it's the same for me i think traveling is probably like one of the fun things yeah if we could travel anywhere in the world together where would it be and why um, I think based off where we haven't been to yet, I think it would next trip would have to be like to Nigeria or Ghana. Oh my! I was literally, <laughs> I was thinking like if you don't say, if you do not say Nigeria, like literally you're cancelled. Like I, I was gonna say it has to be somewhere in the African continent, but Fact. I think specifically it's probably Nigeria, Ghana, or like maybe Senegal. Yeah. Something like one of those. Or, Gambia. or South Africa. Or Gambia. No, it's true. I think it would definitely be that. But I think realistically, based off like if this year didn't happen the way it's happened, it probably would have been Nigeria. Yeah, definitely. I was preparing. I'm ready. Learning Yoruba, all that. I'm ready. I'm ready to be out there. (laughs) Perfecting my pigeon. Okay. Um, favorite inside joke. Favorite inside joke. I'm like my my personal favorite is the toast. Oh, really? <laughs> I was like, what were you going to say? Okay, toast. Yeah, that's the toast. I feel like that's literally my favourite. It was like, it was some random exhibition in Berlin. Yeah, it was like, this, it was so random. I think I still have a picture of it on my phone I have somewhere. It somewhere as well. We'll have to put it on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I feel like, was it Paris or was it definitely Berlin? It was definitely Berlin because it was in that area where you took that picture of me where it has a row of pink houses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Kreuzberg. Yeah, it was about there, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember now. But literally, it was like, we went to this um, gallery, and then there was an exhibition, Artist Unknown, but it was literally different, like, pieces of toast, like, glued to the wall. Um, and they were just, like, different colours, like, different kind <laughs> of shades of, like, pink like different pastel colours and then I remember saying to Ola I was just like yeah this is kind of I can imagine this is the kind of the kind of art that you would that you would furnish your home with and then she was just like what? <laughs> and I remember saying it to her she was just so offended but I feel like since then we just kept seeing art with lots of toast, toast yeah. It. yeah and it's like every time we see something we just send it to each other <laughs> like, no caption needed, like literally just send random pictures of like different <laughs> gradients toast. of toasty. Yeah. Yeah. Lightly, <laughs> lightly toasted. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say Bastion. Who? Remember when. when Bastion? We, no, 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 no. But remember when we, when we used to always use the name Bastion to mean being flaky? <laughs> Doing a bastion. You're doing a bastion. Oh, like whenever like someone one of us would take long to swim, oh you're doing a bastion, blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, and um, I don't know if we should explain further what that means, but Yeah, I why we... not? No one <laughs> Basically we know someone 
a mutual person that we know. Mutual. There's <laughs> <laughs> someone that we both know who sometimes used to be so flaky, like, take, like, really long to respond and stuff like that. And we just... And I don't know why, because obviously he's not the only person in the world who's flaky or takes long to respond, but we just kind of, like, put together this phrase and it was like, oh, yeah. Pulling a bastion, yeah. So whenever like someone's like being long, like oh you're pulling a bastion. <laughs> oh. Yeah, we haven't said it in a while. Yeah, <laughs> I have to bring that back. Like, yeah, because it's relevant. Have you ever had an argument slash fight? We have had arguments. We, we've had an argument. The thing is, I think when we have arguments, they're not proper. Like oh you blah blah blah. Do you know what I mean? They're not mm. big, big, big. And you normally get over it quite quickly. But um, remember when we went to Berlin and we were staying at an Airbnb and they had a single, <laughs> they had a single duvet on the double bed. <laughs> I don't know if it was a single duvet, but it was, the duvet was too small for that bed, basically. And we were sharing like a, a bed, a double sized bed for like maybe four days or something. But we're two grown women in the bed sharing what felt like a single duvet and by like the first night we're already kind of like oh like basically (laughs) arguing and tugging over it so it wasn't proper serious serious but there was one point where it did feel like we were gonna have a fight (laughs) because we were both both, like tugging the duvet back and forth you don't remember yeah, but it wasn't serious. It though. wasn't serious. It was like in the middle of the night. <laughs> I got here at 3am and then probably like I got the final tug or you oh, got the final no. tug. By the time we wake up at like what, 9am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but obviously by the time we wake up at, at 9am it's just like okay. It's kind of forgotten about it. It's just like what do you want to eat? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but that's the closest I feel like we've had to that actual fight. And that really wasn't like a fight. It was just what? annoying. Yeah. That was annoying. That was head on in. And then, after that I was like yeah. Airbnb, it's like, <laughs> having said that, I've still booked them. But I think that was just a one-off. I feel like that was a one-off. Like, that bed sheet was ridiculous. Yeah. Like, outrageous. But I think generally that Airbnb, like, it was nice. Like, it was clean and everything. It was nice deco. But I think, you know when people just put things on Airbnb and was they have no Berlin? clue what they're doing? It was. It was during the exhibition. The last oh, time yeah. we went. Oh, was it that time? Yeah. But I remember, I think this was when, <laughs> when I first visited you in Paris. Well, I feel like this was like the earliest, the earlier like years of our friendship. And I swear, like, obviously it's like, I can't even help it. Like, the way I am, I don't pack light. And then <laughs> <laughs> I literally came with, I, I came to have a holiday. <laughs> like, any occasion, skiing. <laughs> Uber diving. <laughs> I I yeah. came for a holiday. That's mm. what I came for. And then at the time I think Ola lived in Paris <laughs> apartments, they're quite small anyway. So Ola lived in like a studio apartment. And I remember at the time I had like this really ridiculous like red weave. And I remember <laughs> it was like cheap hair, so it was like shedding a lot anyway. So I remember like I was staying with her for at least I think I I think I was in Paris for at least 10 days. Probably. Something, it was I don't think for less than 10 days. Like, <laughs> literally, I remember with Tendler, she was like, oh, okay. Like, <laughs> long one. <laughs> but I was just like, it was, the, it was like really cheap euro, so it made sense. It worked out. But yeah, I remember like, it was, I think I was staying at her studio for about 10 days. 
and then I think probably by like day seven or eight, <laughs> is that sometimes I'll notice her like literally. I'd comb my weave. Literally, <laughs> I wouldn't notice shedding. And then there was one moment I remember I used the bathroom when I came out and she was just like scooping all like my hair like together, like balling it up. And then she was just like, oh. but, you know, <laughs> but I don't think she realised that I had come out of the bathroom and then literally I could just see her like literally cleaning up my shedding hair on the floor. And I was just like, oh wow. That's my biggest pet peeve. I, I hate hair on the floor. No, I, I just can't just stand it. Scooping it, you're just like, <laughs> like someone's got to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve, especially with like weaves and stuff. Yeah. But I didn't realize it was shedding to that degree. So I feel like <laughs> after that moment, I was just like, oh, I felt like really guilty. <laughs> so it's like every time I combed my hair, I was literally like close to the bin when I was combing it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, other than I didn't think we've had like a proper proper mm. argument. I think what I've noticed is if we start to get on each other's nerves we probably just start spending less time together a bit yeah but I feel like that only that only really happens if we're literally in the same space and I feel like the good thing is that we're I don't know it's like a sisterly kind of bond so I feel like even if we do like if it does feel a bit tense we'll just be like okay like not going to speak to you for the next 20 minutes (laughs) Yeah. we'll just like do our own thing and then probably in like yeah 20 minutes we'll be like okay just, are you hungry just get over it yeah, yeah. Then, like for the rest of the trip like the rest of life. Yeah. yeah yeah you realize that most things are just kind of like it's not that much of a big deal and i don't think there's anyone in this world you can be around that will never do something that gets on your nerves or you know you can't I don't need person. I can't just. There's no one that I can just be around, and it will just be like hunky dory, yeah. constantly. So just the fact that you know it's like it's okay to kind of be in a mood, and then get over it, and that person's not gonna like hold it over your head yeah. forever. And I think what actually helps is that we can actually be silent around each other as well. Like it's not one of those silence. things that we have to keep talking. So it's like that person can kind of like have their space and not feel like. Oh, you know, oh, Maggie's not talking. Oh, I need to, f- I need to say something, and it just kind of like make the situation worse. Rather than yeah. just give someone their space to kind of just be by themselves for a while. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever worked together? We ha- oh yeah, we have. We did um a workshop. We've done two workshops together. Yeah. Um, which really was initiated through by Maggie. To be fair. Um, through her, would you say company or brand? (laughs) (laughs) Through Looking Glass Collective. So the first one was an embroidery workshop and with another friend, Rebecca, because she was on the podcast a few podcasts ago. You can listen back to that. Um, We did a hand embroidery workshop and then we did another workshop a few months ago, Mm. me and Maggie... And it was uh, textiles, like heat press, like learning how to use heat press and heat vinyls. And that generally went well. Went really well. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. I think, I guess the most important thing is, I guess, delegation. I do feel like with a lot of things, nothing's ever 50-50. Like, somebody has to take the lead in something. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So, for things to work. 
yeah. I feel like when you try and split everything down 50-50 it never really works so um there's just some things I don't know Maggie would just do more of and there's other things I would do more of and it yeah. works out you just I guess you play to people's strengths or what they've done before or mm. but um yeah we have and I would do it again yeah definitely but yeah I think we do work well together I think we just are able to um use our initiative and just yeah like you said like playing to each other's strengths and i think the one thing is like we think i say like quite similarly 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 <laughs> like <laughs> so yeah when it comes to kind of communicating ideas or the way things should look or the way things should run it's like we definitely are on the page on the same page with a lot of things um so it's never really an issue or it's never really like forced or yeah there's never any like conflict because i feel like we most of the time yeah all the times it's kind of like our thinking is definitely like aligned which obviously makes things like so easy Mm. um who's more reliable Mm. answer carefully (laughs) well i think in terms of like if there was an emergency i like someone called one of our phones <laughs> there's a chance that both of us wouldn't pick up yeah. <laughs> so in that sense maybe none of us are reliable but in terms of if <laughs> if we were going somewhere and um someone had to be on time i'll be on time for it i'll be more on time i'll be on time for it than you would more than you would what probably That's by like fact. no it's not <laughs> fact. fact probably by like two minutes but the so, fact that you would be two minutes late, you wouldn't even know if I was there <laughs> five minutes earlier or I ten minutes or... I'm not really happy with this narrative that <laughs> I'm trying to paint. <laughs> so in that sense, I feel like I'm the more reliable one, but I don't know. It's a discussion. Let me know what you think. <laughs> There's no time to unpack this. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> when did you know we were in it for the long run? Maybe once we both realised how much... At that time, we both liked Ali Shaheed Mohammed. Ooh, I don't remember his name now. Mohammed Ali Shaheed. <laughs> Ali Shaheed Mohammed. <laughs> Maybe at that point, I was like, okay, she's cool. But I don't know, dude, sometimes like when you meet people, like there's some people you meet, at least for me, and even before I proper know them, I already know, I think I'm going to like this person. Mm. and then other people are, are growers mm. and I think you were like oh I think I'm gonna like her um, and what's the go-to drink when we go out definitely rum and rum ginger. ginger dark rum <laughs> <laughs> dark rum and ginger yeah so do we move on to quick fire questions yeah so this is the section where we just a yeah fun quick fire questions about who's most likely to do stuff who's most likely to have kids first quick fire questions <laughs> so who's most likely to have kids first Ola. oh <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> yeah maybe <laughs> who's most likely to relocate again you me yeah i think so who's most likely to get cheated on Ola. Oh my god, no, 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 no. It can't be me. No, it can't be. I've never been cheated on in my life. Impossible. 
It's not. It's not. <laughs> I not that I knew anyway. <laughs> not that I know of. No, not while I'm alive. Like literally, I operate like MI five, CIA, FBI. <laughs> like I know how to investigate. Ola, Ola, just quickly, it's not a quick fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> what you think is me then? I guess it's neutral. There's no one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's most likely to have the most children? You. Oh, you want three or four? Yeah, okay. you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Who's most likely to cry of laughter in public? Could go either way. Yeah. Who's yeah. <laughs> most likely to smile to themselves in public? <laughs> either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, who's most likely to forget birthdays, Ola? No, no, no. It's funny because you always want to bring up this one moment where I didn't remember your birthday when it wasn't your birthday. What? It was it was a random day. It was like in April. I didn't remember your birthday off head. But you've actually forgot my birthday on my birthday day. No, no, no. You have? No. You have? You have forgotten you have. my birthday on my birthday No, no, I haven't. I haven't. You forgot my birthday on my birthday day. When? What, what year? Bring your receipt. I'm, I'm not, that, I'm not receipt. that petty. Yeah, I don't care that much, but I know you did it. What birthday I know you did it. it. I can't remember because I don't care that much. Sorry. It was probably like in 2001 <laughs> when it was like the earliest time. When did I forget your birthday? How can I forget your birthday? You share the same birthday. Exactly, with my exactly, exactly. That's the that's the you maddest. You forgot my birthday. That's the maddest thing about no. it. That's the maddest thing about it. No, you're reaching. You're reaching. <laughs> you forgot my birthday. When? When I think when I was turning 27. I remember I went to oh Barcelona. Gosh. And then I remember she sent me a message and I got really excited. I was like, oh sweet, like it's probably like birthday wishes birthday prayers i opened it and then she was asking me something random about like her business account i was just like what and then after i think i responded answered your question and i was just like by the way it's my birthday and you're just like oh my gosh i forgot i didn't realize so and is that, that why was... you forgot my it's probably the same year you probably forgot Maybe my birthday tick tick tick. yeah, yeah. <laughs> likely to get drunk i don't know i feel like it's 50 50 yeah yeah either way. either way yeah who's most likely to laugh at the wrong moment i feel like that's you yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> who's inappropriate most... yeah yeah <laughs> who's most likely to talk to strangers i think that's you you think so you love talking to a stranger oh my god <laughs> you love it oh my god you love, you love talking to strangers, and you're the kind of person to be like, "Hey, Maggie, come over here." Like, Who is this person? I'm really not that social. No, no, that's that's, that's more you. That's more your bag. Oh, no, okay. Um, who's most likely to ask stupid questions slash repeat the same question? I feel like that's you. No, I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew you were gonna say no, that. No, like not, not so much. I don't feel like no, honestly, genuinely I feel like there's no question that's a stupid question. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> no, 
let's go move on to the next okay. one. <laughs> oh. Okay, who's most likely to be hungry 24-7? I feel like it's you. Probably. You eat a lot. Yeah, you don't seem to be that as hungry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who's most likely to you. be... <laughs> to be a drama queen yeah definitely <laughs> yeah. he's most likely to cry mm. no, I feel like we don't really cry yeah though. not in public yeah. <laughs> not in company yeah <laughs> um he's like most likely to overstay their welcome like, i could say go could go either way yeah Who's most likely to trip over things? Thank you. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I do not think so. I mean, that's you, but I feel like whenever you trip over stuff, you really make it like a big deal. <laughs> when? Like, you probably go online, you just, I don't know, tripped over like something that's like, I don't know, the size of a crate or something. <laughs> like, you're just really dramatic. <laughs> like, probably no one saw you trip. Like, you just like, whoa! <laughs> Nah, you're so you're exaggerating. You're totally exaggerating. Okay, who's most likely to start an argument? You. Are you right? <laughs> Are you feeling alright? But you're more likely to like maybe <laughs> to just like ring like call up and be like, oh yeah, you know, do small talk and be like, yeah. So basically, <laughs> yeah, I'm calling up because um. Yeah, I feel like... You know what I mean? It's not an yeah. argument, but maybe you're more likely to air your grievance. Yeah. <laughs> Meet you on smoke. <laughs> Basically, yeah. Okay. Who's most likely to give ballsy advice? Ola. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's most likely not to scan all their items at self-checkout till? Oh, you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> Do that a couple times. Exactly. Yeah. I'm too shook to do those kind of things. I've only done it a few times. So, so on to our next segment. Yeah, I think we're just gonna talk more about yeah, navigating friendship and friendships as adults and stuff mm. like that. Um so yeah, more in general rather than specifically us. To us yeah. So, um, Shout out to the first question. Yeah. How do you maintain a friendship now that... Oh, it is about us. How... How... how <laughs> I know, hold on. How do you maintain a friendship now that you're older? I think it's more about, like, checking in with people, like, sporadically. Because I feel like when I was a lot younger, I didn't have to do it that much. Because, you, you know, when it's, like, if you're a teenager or, like, your kid, it's, like, most of your friends live quite closely to you you're playing out with them so you kind of see them like every day after school or well, like, yeah or you're actually seeing them in school literally yeah so i'm gonna, okay, I'm gonna see you tomorrow so you know yeah. so it's like there's no need yeah. to really like follow up with no. like phone calls text messages whatever and even at that time i don't think yeah I, I don't think we had access to like things like that but yeah i think generally it's just kind of making an effort um that's the good way to kind of maintain the friendships that you actually care about, especially people that are in your close circle of friends. Like, that's what I found anyway. Do you think work affects your friendships? It can, I think, when you get busy. 
Mm. Um, I think what it is, it's just it's lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. So work, how much you work and stuff will also dictate how much free time you have. And then the less free time you have, the more precious you are in terms of who you want to share it with. So whether it's, you know, you obviously have your family as well. Not everyone is with mm. their family. Um, how much family you have, that varies. Um, and then also just thinking about um, friendships as well. Other yeah. friendships and like how you balance that. I think one thing for sure, because I actually don't think I don't think I answered that off the earlier question. <laughs> oh, maintaining friendships. Yeah, but I think one thing is just realizing that not everyone you know is your friend. Mm. So amount of time and stuff, or how much you put into everyone you know, varies. And that it's okay that some people are just acquaintances and acquaintance isn't necessarily a bad word. And, um, yeah, it's just thinking about, yeah, how much time you put into your friends. And also just the kind of thing where seeing someone all the time every day or speaking to someone all the time doesn't dictate a great friendship yeah. either. You know, there's a lot of people who are friends out of convenience more so than out of substance. Mm. so just because you see someone every day because that's like how you find that sometimes you have these like work colleagues and stuff that you 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 think you're great friends with and then as soon as someone leaves it's like you don't speak anymore because it was it's convenient it was good Mm. but and and doesn't mean it wasn't a friendship but outside of that scenario it's nothing there Yeah. yeah um so i think yeah with work it's more so um, just like having people that when you're busy that understand that you're busy but just kind of like balancing and um, understand that you don't have to see all your your friends all the time for them to still be your friends I think it's also respecting people's schedules because I think the thing about you know people that work full time it's like when have you ever really worked with your friends like probably if this was like back in the day in college where maybe you did like a retail job or whatever but <laughs> I feel like you don't work with your friends so I think it's just it's important to respect people's schedules and you know not some people work nine to five some people kind of work on weekends or they don't have like traditional working hours mm. so i feel like that's one thing to kind of respect people's schedules like when it's people's like downtime or maybe their off days stuff like that comes into part of it as well mm. but um does family liking your friends have an impact on your friendships um family so imagine if, like, your <laughs> mum or dad were to be like, mm, that friend, mm, I don't know about that one. <laughs> like, if they were always to think, like, oh, that friend that you hang around with, they're a bad influence. Like, would that, do you feel like that would put you off, like, wanting to hang around with that person? Or, like, put you off spending so much time with that person? I feel like the way my, I think normally when families say that, they have a little, there's a, bit of truth to it it's not just based off nothing it's not just because oh we don't want to hang around that person so whether it's the appearance of that person and they're judging so they could still be wrong but that person just looks like they're bad company because of the way they dress whether they think oh because they dress so provocatively or because they dress a certain way they assume they're a certain kind of person um but then i think in my experience whenever a family that hasn't really happened but if let's say like a my sister or someone was like oh I don't know that friend I felt like they were a bit funny around me or blah 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 it's also something I've noticed as well Mm. um so it's and I think it would 
influenced me a bit because I think even though some of my family or some of my friends I can kind of be impartial and be like well actually you were you were wrong in that sense or you were acting a bit weird or blah 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 but then because that person's my friend I probably know different sides of them and I know that people are so multifaceted so sometimes people can be different in that scenario but that doesn't mean that's them all the time mm. it just depends on their reason really yeah i think it's a similar thing for me as well i think it depends but i feel like i do agree with what you're saying i feel like sometimes because obviously they're your family and obviously they have your best interest at heart mm. so i feel like if anything what they're saying is probably coming from a place of truth so maybe most times when it's like maybe my family haven't liked a friend that i've had especially when i was so like when I was a teenager, like when I was a bit younger, it's like if anything, they would have like doubts about certain friends that I was hanging around with. Like probably nine out of ten times, like <laughs> that friend they were talking about is like, you know, I've just I ended up falling out with them or yeah. I just stopped speaking to them. Um, so I feel like in a way it does. It definitely comes from a place of truth. Um, but I feel like at the same time, it's it's always up to you to kind of make your own decisions. Yeah, does your partner liking your friends matter? I think so. Because yeah. your partner is also a friend. I mean, I don't think necessarily everyone has to be best friends and I wouldn't want that necessarily either, but I wouldn't expect my partner to be best friends with my friends, but I'd want everyone to get on. Mm. If they didn't like my friends, it depends on the reason as well. I think it's always to the reason. You can't just say, I don't like you. It's like, why? Yeah. Why don't like them? Why? I think most people people probably be offended because it's kind of like I probably I had these friends before I met you, so you're saying I have a bad judgment of character. Yeah. <laughs> you're saying my friends are really bad. Yeah, I said I feel like it does matter. Like if your partner, yeah, likes or doesn't like your friendship groups, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like I generally it's like when I do think about it. I think in most situations is like people that I've been with is like they've been able to kind of get along with like family or friends if they meet them if they're lucky enough to like meet them <laughs> but <laughs> but um yeah I think generally for the most part I'm just really blessed in the sense that I can actually have like all my friends in one place and everyone kind of gets on um and there's no like awkward moments is like everyone's kind of on the same page on the same vibe mm. but I would kind of expect a partner to yeah also kind of slot in with that and do you know well, what I mean like it's true because why are you the only person that doesn't and you know that's almost causing like friction <laughs> yeah. or tension so yeah I would expect that person to be able to kind of do you know what I mean like fit into this friendship group uh, yeah would you say you're picky with your friends and like who makes it into your friendship group i think so in terms of people that like i probably stay in contact with but then at the same time it's like you have maybe friends that you know are not for certain things but like (laughs) (laughs) but you know you just have friends that are more like oh you know if i'm going out i know that's like or if Maggie's not on it <laughs> that person's on it <laughs> like you know they're proper on going out or mm. like if this film thing came up 
I would I know this friend is like proper on that and then you have friends that are just kind of like all rounders mm. but you know you have friends that are kind of just more specific mm. I think you should be picky about who you let hang around you what do you yeah. think? Um, yeah, I I think so. Because um, I feel like at the same time, it's like you're, you're investing a lot into like making a friendship work and to make it where it's like a healthy friendship, where it's balanced, it's not one-sided. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's like um, it's a friendship where it's something that adds value to your life in some way. But, yeah, I would say I'm I'm quite picky. Definitely, I feel like at this age, <laughs> as I'm getting older, yeah, because I'm just I'm quite, I can be quite guarded. Yeah. So it does take me a lot to open up, um, and feel comfortable doing that. So I feel like generally that's why my immediate circle of friends is, I think is quite small-ish. So. Yeah, I just feel like I have to be quite careful, like who I'm kind of telling my business because I just feel like it's not everyone I can trust and I feel like I've just in the past I've befriended some people who just didn't they just didn't really yeah they just didn't really wish well for me I've learned my lessons so I think for that reason is I'm quite particular about the people that I call my friends um yeah do you pray about your friends? Yes, but not as much as I probably should. Yeah. Or could. So, but I feel like I pray for... I feel like I pray for my friends collectively. Yeah. But I feel like if there's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, the whole yeah. gang. Like, I'm just, <laughs> the whole squad. <laughs> squad. But yeah, I feel like I pray for like everyone kind of collectively. But... If someone, like, if one of my close friends is, like, going through something that's quite challenging or, you know, they're just going through, like, I don't know, some adversity or, like, hardships or whatever it may be, then I would literally keep them in my prayers and literally, like, make most of my prayer points about them. Mm. Um, But, yeah, I feel like generally it's just, like, collective prayer. What? Yeah. Or the garden. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what about you? Is it the same? Yes, similarly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's if someone were like if I was speaking to a friend and they were more like, Oh, you know, going through this and that I guess it's more like on my mind but mm-hmm. I don't just think, Okay, let me like pray for everyone individually but that's but um yeah, but I think definitely collectively when you're like, Okay, friends, family, all that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. But not individually. Not enough. Yeah, definitely not enough. I feel like it's definitely something I would like to do more of. And then finally, why does our friendship work ten years deep? Mutual um things that we like. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's one. <laughs> um, Very profound. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, is there like a science to friendship? Like, there's just some people who you think you should get on with and you don't. Yeah. And there's some people who you just get on with. Um, it's similarly to like, you know, when I 
left for Paris, we could have easily stopped talking or not spoken as much, but we did. So, and, I, and, I, and there's no kind of thing I can put it down to rather than just make an effort. Mm. I think a lot of friendships, if you want things to work, if you want a relationship to work, you have to make an effort. You know, you have to message your friends, you have to call your friends, you have to visit your friends. Yeah. You know, it and it doesn't necessarily have to be every day necessarily, but you have to kind of like do what you feel like is, is necessary. Mm. Um, like in, in any relationship, depending on how you guys are and how your rapport is. Actually, thinking about something else actually that was quite interesting, and I can't remember what I saw, where I even saw it, but he, it was basically talking about love languages, but love languages within friends. Mm. And that how you should actually also know your friend's love language. And I don't think necessarily that's something that we've maybe spoken about, but maybe it's something that we, in t- over the 10 years, have kind of worked out how to kind of show each other that we appreciate each other. Mm. What would you say your love languages? Quality time. What, are they exactly the same for, like, the friendship? Oh, I don't know if there's a quiz for friendship. <laughs> <laughs> but I think my thing is quality time regardless, whether it's friends, oh, yeah. family, blah, blah, blah. I'm definitely a person who just prefers to spend time with people mm. over anything else. Like, over... Yeah. And spending time, like, physically, not just, like oh, well, we were on the phone, we were messaging, but, like, I just prefer to meet, and I think that's why I prefer to just kind of meet up with friends, and mm-hmm. it's like, even if it means that I'm not going to speak to them as often, but I know that when I meet up with you, this is time dedicated to you, and time mm-hmm. dedicated to me to kind of catch up, and, like, proper, whatever, you know, do whatever we want to do, but I don't know if it is, if it's the same, but I'm assuming it's probably quite similar, I mean, the only one maybe is physical touch, but even then physical touch isn't necessarily sex. It could be, like, hugs, kisses, hand-holding, whatever, and that doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah. Yeah, I've just gone off topic. No, exactly. Massively. So, why do you think our friendship works? Um, yeah, similar thing, though. I feel like just mutual, mutual interests, mutual understanding uh, yeah mutual understanding and mutual respect um when it comes to like the things that we want to pursue when it just comes to like i don't know just confiding in each other um yeah i think it's just I think like over the over the years I think the one thing is we've just allowed each other to to um to grow mm. at our own pace, our own speed and also we're able to kind of uplift each other, support each other and I feel like that's one of the most important things that you can kind of get from any friendship. Yeah, I feel like that's that's quite key. And we're just able to kind of... I feel like it's, it's a healthy friendship. I feel like mm. we don't... Even the times when we don't spend a lot of time together, it's like we are... Like, even when we do catch up, it's just like nothing has changed. And I feel like that's the one thing I notice with all my friendships. Like, no matter how much time has passed, like, if I am to see someone and then we meet up, nothing's changed, it's not awkward. The conversation still flows as normal. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like that's kind of a key sign to, like, any kind of healthy friendship. If there are any issues or disagreements or anything like that, it's, like, we're both compatible in the sense that we have... I feel like we're on the same page when it comes to our, like, emotional intelligence. I, I feel like we handle things in a similar way. Yeah, everything's, like, good vibes now. Like, <laughs> it's just yeah it's just good vibes i feel like even when there are disagreements we just kind of talk about it or it's just not really that big of a deal um so it's like things are resolved easily i don't know i feel like we both valued the friendship mm. so it's like we would never really let anything trivial like come between it yeah okay so Cute. Yeah, I guess that's uh, that's the end. Yeah, no other sub questions. There's a lot of questions. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wanna you wanna keep on talking? <laughs> My mouth is dry. <laughs> so that's the end of this episode. Um, we'll be checking back in with you in two weeks' time, and yeah, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Um, our at is at displaced people people spelled ppl um leave us a review on apple music and share with anyone who you think may be interested Bye.